We're here. What the hell is this? The best worst podcast on the internet, brother. You know it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jobbers Podcast. We're going to be going through Raw and SmackDown very briefly, and also a scorecard for Clash of Champions, which is this Sunday. Uh, we haven't done Raw in the past week, uh, just because there's not been much to talk about, guys, really. So um, the lack of Triple H showing up, for me anyway, has really kind of uh, you know turned me off, uh, just the lack of storytelling. But uh, I'm here with Mike today. We're going to be going through the... Uh, the Clash of Champions scorecard. If you guys haven't seen it, it's basically just every match. You pick the winner, you pick uh, how they win, and you gain points. So we're going to be going through that. Um, what was your overall impression, Mike, of, of Raw? And uh, were you disappointed at just kind of the lack of story building up to their pay-per-view? Yeah, no, it's 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 hard to be impressed with what's going on. I think this was one of the more disappointing Raws, especially for a go-home show that I've, we've had in a while. I th I'm just looking for a lot of these feuds to end. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Cesaro and Sheamus for obvious reasons. Um, Nia Jax, I just can't wait for that story to end, period. Yeah. Um, and, and then, like, Gallus and Anderson, sadly, simply just because, I mean, they're they're just destroying Gallus and Anderson's character. Yeah. Uh, and I and they need to rebuild themselves somehow. I mean, if that's his champions and they just get out of this goofy role with the new day, or if it's uh, or if it's just they have to go reinvent themselves another way against um, maybe like end zone cast or I don't know. But uh, some of these just need to end strictly for the well being of their characters. Yeah. And you know, my fear too is like you know I was really pumped for the cruiserweights to show up. But just the way that they did the introductions and stuff was kind of awkward. Like, you know, they have all these video packages from the Cruiserweight Classic. They didn't use any of those to introduce these characters. Um, you know, like vignettes through the night. Nothing was used there. They just had Mick Foley go out and read it off of a card. And I guess they said something about, like, wanting it to look like a MMA or boxing match. Like, the, the announcer goes out there and, you know, says something about him. But that's kind of what they do already. So, it just seemed like he kind of fumbled through it. Um... And, and, you know, it, it almost seems to me like they're just using the cruiserweight matches to fill time, you know, like, yeah. uh, so I'm just really concerned that, you know, they're even with the cruiserweights being there, they're, they're stretching too much stuff. Um, they're trying to stretch it out because of just the time, you know, you have three hours to fill and they're, it's, it's so long that it's just not entertaining, you know? Um, and now they're competing with Monday night football I think their ratings dropped even more, like they're below 2 million people, I think, watching each week. So, you know, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like they need to figure something out because right now SmackDown, you know, with – I don't think there's a lot of competition on Tuesday nights. I could be wrong. But, um, you know, especially not like the Titan, like, you know, the NFL on Tuesday. So SmackDown's the better show right now to watch just out of pure entertainment value, the length – and just there's, you know, maybe not anything else on to watch at the time. But uh, Raw's going to have to figure something out because it, it seems like, you know, their ratings are dropping severely and it's not fun to watch, you know, uh, especially yeah. when they don't continue any of the major storylines, you know. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the sad thing is, is that really, like, if you look at this card and um, hopefully you guys get a chance to see it, but um, the, the top two feuds that we have are Owens and Rollins and Zayn and Jericho. I mean... 
those are all great matches and those segments have been amazing. But if you look at the other ones, like we don't really know anything about Perkins or Kendrick, although that should be an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusev and Reigns has been booked awful. New Day versus Gallus and Anderson have been booked awful. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Charlotte has this really awkward Dana Brooke thing connected to it. Yep. Cesaro and Sheamus have been booked awful, and um, all the squash matches is just making Alicia Fox and Nia Jax so predictable that uh, it's not entertaining. No. And, you know, the the Roman Reigns-Rusev thing was booked pretty well, and then Rusev went on his honeymoon for a month or whatever, you know? So it's like the stuff that they are doing well, they choose to, like, change it. You know, it seems like when things are going well, they try and do either too much or... Um, you know, they just kind of scrap it and go with something else. So it's just really awkward right now is really the only thing I can say about Monday Night Raw is just they don't have a formula down, and it's it's clear that they really, you know, I don't know, they're, they're just either trying too hard or not trying enough, and I, there's really no middle, you know. Um, maybe they know that the ratings are going to be terrible, so they're just kind of, like, throwing in the towel, you know, saying, like, people are going to watch football and, you know, we're just going to throw together a program and, and that's it, which is really sad, you know. But, um, you know, looking at this, you know, we'll go right into the scorecard. The first one, like you mentioned, Alicia Fox versus Nia Jax. There's really not a question. I mean, Nia Jax is going to win. Um, and I've got her winning by pin. Um, and it's probably not going to be a very long match. So, I mean, I would assume that you have the exact same thing on that one. Yep. Yep. So, Cesaro Sheamus, uh, the questions here are, Pin submission DQ. Um, how many spin rotations does Cesaro get? So what do you have for that? I have Cesaro p- pin and eight. Yeah, I had Cesaro winning because, you know, they're they're hyping this like, you know, no one's ever come back from such insurmountable odds. Well, okay, you just told us that he's winning. So Cesaro pin, and I had ten. So um, the next one, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte. The question's here, pin submission. Does Dana get tossed from ringside, and who takes the fall? So, all right, I'm going to go with Dana costs Charlotte the match. Mm-hmm. Bailey gets the pinfall. Sasha turns heel. Okay, I had Sasha Banks winning. Dana does not get kicked out from ringside, and I've got Bailey taking the fall. Um, and that basically turns Sasha Banks heel on um, on Bailey. So. Actually, I'm going to change that to a submission. So Sasha Banks submits Bailey. Charlotte gets knocked out by Dana Brooke, I'm guessing. And uh, Sasha Banks is now a heel. Yep, so I put uh, pinfall, Dana no, um, Sasha. Um, I'm going to say Charlotte gets the fall. Okay. Uh, the next ones, they're all tag team championships. New Day versus Gals and Anderson. Uh, same, you know, who? what's the finish? Who gets the victory? Who takes the fall? Hey, how come there's no um, ring postitis? I don't know, man. I, I mean, who suffers would, ring postitis? Yeah, I mean that was going well, so that's why they took that away, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I'm gonna say Gallus and Anderson mm-hmm. pin and Xavier Woods. Okay. So yep, yeah, I'm gonna go uh, club by pin. Gallows gets the victory. And I'll take Kofi takes the fall. Uh, United States Championship, Rusev, Roman Reigns. Uh, does Lana distract or interfere in this match? And what's the outcome? Uh, Lana does. Lana yeah. does interfere and distract. Mm-hmm. 
and Roman Reigns still gets the pinfall. That's right. Yep, exact same thing here. Um, you know, I, I'm sure we're going to see, you know, his five moves over and over again. Uh, you know, but uh, I think they're, they've booked this so much in Roman Reigns' favor. Like, they've had him on the final, you know, he just beat uh, Kevin Owens, you know, uh, yeah. on this past draw. So he's, he's basically been the main event or the last thing you see for a month and a half. So there's no way that he's not winning this. Here's, here's, here's a better question. And this is included for everyone who wants to listen. How many times does, does Rusev say Machka? Yeah. Uh, I'd say like three. I got like 12. <laughs> Just Machka. <laughs> yeah. Well, when he goes on his little screaming tirade, you know, you never know how many he's going to rip off. Yeah, I know. It's I'm saying yeah, 12. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cruiserweight championship, per- TJ Perkins, Brian Kendrick, um, this Kendrick hit the slice bread number two. I guess this finisher, uh, pin submission DQ on that one. I'll go um, TJ Perkins submission and Kendrick does not hit his finisher. Same. Okay. Sami Zayn, Chris Jericho. Uh, all that's on that one is the, uh, the pin or submission. So I'll say, uh, Chris Jericho usually puts a lot of people over in these scenarios, so I'm going to say Sami Zayn gets a pin on him. Yep, I'm going to do it by roll-up. Yeah. All right, and then the final match, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Um, what's the outcome? Any outside interference? Does anyone kick out of a pedigree or pop a power bomb? And does Mick or Stephanie come out during the match? I'm gonna, Owens? Yep. yep. Um Outside interference, Triple H. Yep. Uh, Rollins will hit kick out of a pop up power bomb until Triple H hits him with the pedigree. Right. And uh, and and Stephanie and Mick both come out. Yeah. Yeah. So Stephanie and Mick are going to come out at the very beginning. I think they're going to be sitting there the whole match. I've got Rollins is going to get beat up by Triple H. Um. Kevin Owens wins by pin, and I think that's it, right? No, I think uh, Rollins is going to kick out of a pop-up powerbomb, and then Triple H is going to come out and assist. Yeah. So, any announce tables going under on this pay-per-view? That's another question. Oh, Spanish. <laughs> yeah. If any, it's got to be the Spanish announce table. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, another question. Yeah. Since um, WWE loves to bring back uh, Alberto Del Rio, <laughs> and they're done with him as a wrestler, do you think he ever comes back to do the Spanish announce table? No. No. I think he's opening up restaurants, so I think <laughs> that's his future is, uh, you know. I mean, he's in uh, What Culture Wrestling now. Oh, is he? Yeah, that was his first show oh, okay. after. Yeah. No, I think, you know, this is the second time, maybe third time that he's left WWE just being disgruntled with how they're using him. So I think that he's probably learned his lesson by now. Uh, he seems like a pretty smart dude. So I think he's going to make the money where he can. And, uh, you know, he might have like a one last run in a while, you know, a while down the road. But I think I think he's pretty much done. So uh, the last one here, we got surprise appearance. Just says just put one name in the box. So we both said Triple H. So he's going to come in. Um, it must be an active part of the show. Uh, can't be on the active roster. <clears throat> so Triple H there. Um, are there any foreign, foreign object used in a match? In the main match or matches, Just period? Any. Oh, um, ring post size doesn't count. No. Let's see. I mean, I would love if Sami Zayn did, did thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, I I could see Sheamus hitting Cesaro with a steel chair mm-hmm. to um like make put Cesaro even that much over. Yeah. Um. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is like if Lana interferes, like maybe she hits Roman Reigns with a shoe or you know something like that. <laughs> but I, I yeah, I'm gonna say no. Um, this Triple H show up. We both said yes to that. How many pedigrees are hit? Two, one from Rollins, one from Triple H. Yeah, I'm just going to say one. Um, does anything happen at the end of Clash of Champions? Um, I'm guessing that's like interference, so we both said yes to that. So, um, Yeah, that's the scorecard, guys. So um, you and I are pretty much in agreement with most of it. Yeah, so like one thing that we want to touch up um, before uh, we close out the show is we're going to talk briefly about SmackDown, and, um, and you and I talk about Dean Ambrose and the guy's just in dire need of a change. Um, like, what would you do right now with Dean Ambrose? Well, you know, we kind of talked about this before. They're kind of hinting at a possible reunion of the Shield, which is probably, if it's going to happen, probably Survivor Series is the only thing that kind of makes sense. So they're turning Dean Ambrose kind of to this heelish kind of character, turning him on John Cena. So my initial thought was, you know, if the Shield does reunite, Dean's going to be the one that turns this time around. Um, You know, I don't necessarily think that he would join up with like an authority type faction or anything like that. But I think he's going to turn just because uh, maybe those guys, you know, the story in the storyline would be like those guys got pushed where he didn't or something like that. He's just kind of like the the jerk who, you know, is jealous of of them getting shot after shot while he was in the, you know. Um, he had to work a lot harder to get where he is kind of thing. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what I would do with him is just make him, you know, um, kind of an asshole, you know, really. Um, and just kind of go with there with that. Um, but you know, we talked about this too, that, you know, I think that something happened after he did the stone cold podcast. Like, I think that they were really kind of put off by him seemingly not caring or, you know, kind of the attitude of not caring is kind of how it came across. So, Maybe they're giving him an opportunity to do something where he's going to, you know, have the ability to kind of write his own material or kind of do something different where he actually enjoys what he's doing or, or something, you know. So what do you think is the best solution for his character right now? I mean, in all honesty, like, so to me right now, he's like a bad, not bad, but a mediocre version of like Roddy Piper or Mick Foley. Yeah. You know, he, um, he's got to, he's got to take onus of his own career and um, part of me likes that he's turning on John because it kind of hits with that um, indie mentality that he had so for so long. Uh, and I just think that, like that, if you actually let him go all the way crazy, mm-hmm. I mean, like, look what all the way crazy did for Matt Hardy. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that may be like, the, the the direction they're going. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe. But like, you can't just have him be someone who kind of like is like somewhat crazy, yet someone who kind of panders to the crowd. Yeah, like you have to let him go all the way. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it could be a disaster, or it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and you know, I think that the way that SmackDown's going too is they're very story driven, which is good, and it can help him do that. You know, um, like maybe build it up to where there's like a snapping point of some kind. Um, yep. You know, but I'm not I'm not sure how you get there without um, some other people, um, you know, like the, the Rollins and Reigns story is is easy to tell, but they're not around, you know, yeah. so you got to kind of drive that with somebody else. And I don't well, I don't know if do you think Cena is the guy to do that with? 
I think so because look at what happened when AJ turned on Cena. Look how, how much how big it made him. Yeah. If you make him crazy, whatever. Whenever John Cena, whenever something happens with John Cena, it's it it always puts that guy over because little kids are gonna hate you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to have to be, if they do something with Cena, it's going to have to be like Cena offers, you know, like a handshake or, you know, um, they have something where uh, Dean kind of, basically he would have to turn like, you know, he, he disrespects John Cena and the WWE like as a whole or something like that. Like he doesn't care about, you know, and that's, I mean, that would make sense too, because it could be something where you make his character just, he doesn't care about the wwe as a whole like the legacy or the history or anything like that and you could use that like you know that's why make a story out of why he was the way he was on the stone cold podcast like i don't care about stone cold so you know like something like that that would that would turn everybody against him you know and i think i don't know if they've ever done that um to that extent like going more um you know something that was supposed to be a legit interview that didn't go well and kind of using that as a story. I, I think they can make that kind of work for him. Um, but, you know, we'll see what they do. It's it's kind of, uh, he's in kind of that weird um, spot where, you know, they've taken the title off of him and now he's kind of, you know, uh, out there in limbo. And he didn't, it didn't really seem like he was going to get a rematch right away either, you know. No, and it doesn't help that, that Cena is there and, and kind of going for the same thing because we know where this ends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Cena's going to, you know, be triumphant once again. And, you know, uh, eventually he's going to take over, you know, the, um, the most decorated champion of all time. You know, he's going to surpass Ric Flair. Um, it just kind of depends on how long he's going to be there. So is this the time that he wins the championship from AJ and they go back and forth for a little bit? You know, you know what I would love is if, uh, Ric Flair came out at the Royal rumble and knocked John Cena over. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that, um, you know, Ric Flair has basically said multiple times that he wants Cena to be the one to to take it. So, you know, I don't know. It's not going to, you know, all the people that are diehard wrestling fans are going to be completely pissed off. So, I mean, it doesn't matter when it happens. It's just, uh, you know, uh, we're all kind of at that point where we just know that it's going to, you know, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just get it over with. <laughs> yeah, just have him lose and win twice in one night, and just, just be done. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, the biggest thing right now is just you know, on, on my side of things, anyways, is just concern for Raw. You know, it's it's way too long uh, for you know for them to have anything that's uh, entertaining, even you know. So uh, they need to kind of fix that a little bit. I think SmackDown's on the right track. Um, and I'm just, uh, I'm curious how long it takes them to kind of adjust Raw. Like maybe have, um, you know, have a three-hour Raw, but the first hour is like the pre-show instead of having the pre-show on the network. Do you think that that's a possibility? Like they still have three hours of content, but one of them is like pre-show stuff? Well, you know, it'd be interesting is uh, if Triple H eventually comes over and there's this NXT at WWE feud, you could use that first hour to kind of spotlight some NXT guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think that, you know, especially with the the roster split, like there's a lot of stuff to watch, you know. Um, and with with everything else on TV, you know, like Raw is three hours. The next night you have SmackDown is two hours. NXT is Wednesday. It's an hour. Um, the Cruiserweight Classic is now over, but it was another hour, you know. 
And then if you've got a pay-per-view, that's another three or four hours on, on your Sunday. So, you know, they're, they're asking a lot of their fans and for it not to be entertaining or, you know, like you can turn raw on and do other things and not really pay attention. Um, that's not a good thing, you know? So there's, there's a lot of content with, with not a lot of, uh, you know, stuff that is really important. So, uh, it's, it's a problem for sure. and, And I don't know what the solution is, you know? Um, so that's kind of, uh, that's kind of it guys, but, um, you know, let us know what you think. Give us your predictions for clash of champions you know, it, it's Sunday. We're going to be live tweeting during it. Um, you know, we're still going to still gonna keep up with it and still going to live tweet, you know, as long as uh, as we are still fans, you know, which they're pushing it, you know, on my, <laughs> you know but, uh, you know, let us got, let us know what you guys uh, what you guys thought uh, of this week in wrestling. And uh, we hope to chat with you guys on Sunday. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys.